0: And we're back, and I'm here with Ryan from the Matinee Cast, and we're going to be talking about our picks for TIFF 19. Greetings and
1: salutations.
0: Oh, that's so nice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's just uh, wanting to know if you've been doing anything special for TIFF prep. I did. Uh, a little trial run of my physical endurance at fan expo this weekend
1: oh okay yeah. you you ran that little gauntlet
0: i checked how many steps i had on my phone from going to north to south to north building like three or four times that we did i forgot to check that and i got almost as many steps as i got on my five movie day last year wow and i wasn't crying in pain the next day
1: okay so. my I'm, I'm i'm doing all right my back is okay today my legs are okay today my, i'm like one day plus Fan Expo, you know, like if it's like D Day plus one, on, like the on, legs are yeah, twitching. A yeah, little no, bit. I'm yeah. I'm all good. It was it was it was all right. It was a good day and everything. I am realizing though, uh, as time goes on, I'm becoming the grown up on Halloween. Is now who are you dressed as?
0: Oh my with, with god! With the
1: cosplay, there is a lot in Toronto cosplay around. Um, anime and gaming, like a lot, a lot. There's not a whole lot of superheroes mm-hmm. or like TV or anything like that. It's a lot of gaming and um, and anime, and that is very much out of my wheelhouse. So I'm like, I know you're something. I don't know what it is. Yeah, please you tell know? me. I can usually yeah. guess either game or anime just by the style, but that's about where it stops. So um, yeah, it was it was it
0: was a good time. Got some got some autographs. Bought some merch. Yeah. Ran yeah. into some friends. That was my physical training. Yeah. Uh, my mental readiness training. I'm still not there. I'm still not ready for a tiff without Jane Chotel. So, oh. Uh, yeah, it was a tough hang. Although when I saw like my country of origin on my master's spreadsheet, I realized I still had a lot of Australia, New Zealand. Okay. So I mean, it's just it's a good region for film. Yes, it is.
1: I mean, especially now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: It, it's like it's like the Taika show right now. Yeah, I, I think
0: it'll just be when. Somebody comes out to intro the film, I'm going to be expecting the pitter-patter of her tiny feet right. and her, you know, whiskey-soaked voice, and yeah. instead it will just be some other human, which yeah. is fine.
1: <laughs> you, I almost believe that.
0: It's fine. This is fine. <laughs> Welcome to the medium place everything's okay yeah yeah right so it's gonna be a lot of that this year yeah yeah and there was no printed magazine for people to have the schedule they no. had to only use the website which worked fabulously on the first day
1: I am I am so afraid of what is happening right now with the old biddies yeah. with, with, the, with the silver-haired you know super duper patron donor people who have been doing this since 1977 yeah. they should have warned be people happy. at least yeah I, I like I mean I'm fine and you're fine and most people listening to this I'm sure are fine
0: honestly it was barely fine like I had to do a lot <laughs> really? of extra it almost felt as bad as some of my old school um, OG years when I didn't know what to do because I wasn't prepared for it okay. Like, they always sort of pull one... It's like a game of Jenga, so, and somebody pulls the <laughs> stupidest piece of wood every right, year. Right, okay. Okay, okay. Um, so I was, I, I so then to, let me I rephrase. I was <laughs> fine, and most people
1: listening to this was fine. You
0: were not fine. Maybe I'm a silver-haired biddy now. The gray. <laughs> it was three jobs ago that the gray started to come in hard for okay. reasons, but uh, yeah, I think Tiff is going to no, finish up. No, no, no. I, I
1: don't think you're quite in, in silver-haired biddy. I'd
0: be stormed by the end of this But
1: festival. I'm just thinking they are, they are going to be so pissed. That there's yeah. no magazine,
0: no tote bag,
1: no tote bag, no Pizza Nova coupon, no nothing, no, you know? no, 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 like hand lotion, no bottle of water. <laughs> it is, on, I mean, on the one hand, it, it's good because, like, less waste and you know, the, the whole planet is burning anyway, so the less that we can like throw at it, the better. I'm but still on the other hand, I'm
0: concerned one year I'm going to show up and have spent $50 on the program book and it's going to be in a completely different format. And I won't be able to stick my nose in the crack and get that sweet, sweet glue smell that I get. And
1: and you're just that'll be the worst day ever.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love the smell of the book. That was what kept me calm. I was sniffing the glue in the (laughs) binding of that book, like a legit addict. When I figured out there was no printed schedule, which they didn't even tell you, because obviously, they don't want to tell you what you're not getting. So I picked this up and I thought, oh, they must have just forgotten. And I did a lap around the block. Came back. Yeah. No. And. And yet now they charge
1: for three for for 180. You know they're still printing 180. They're actually now selling 180. As if anybody actually wants to pay for something that's going to be useless in three months. But the you know that that that's the one thing I'm thinking if you're gonna do anything here. Yeah. Keep the the festival schedule printing and just stop 180. If if it's uh, if it's that, doing that for you you know. Yeah. But, um,
0: no, you know, we got, we got to roll with it. These things change. But especially for, like, people who do maybe only rush after work. Yeah. Not having that at their fingertips. Yeah. yeah. What well, I even used to grab extras, and sometimes if I had a really good, you know, cab or Uber driver, I would give them one of my extras midweek and be like, here, you can find where you should pick people up. Uh, will there be options to get people from rides, like Midnight Madness, it's Ryerson, whatever? Not a bad whatever. idea. Yeah, it was I, I just think it's
1: always a nice little LMO if your if your batteries are dying. yeah You know, knowing that you've got the hard copy.
0: Yeah. So now all of my extra shenanigans to do, all my multiple like CSVs to have my color-coded Google Calendar seems way more sane. Yes. So that's the only side benefit. Yes. Yeah. 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 My Virgo ways are now finally bearing fruit. Yeah, I I, I don't know how I'm going to deal with that any other changes that you've noticed this year? I mean, the seat thing—I'm sure is still going to be <laughs> the terrible. seat thing
1: is still killing me. So they so Tiff has gone. I'm sure your listeners already know by now, but Tiff has gone and started assigning seats. Yeah. In some of the premium venues, which I mean, on the surface that sounds great, but it's not just pick where you want to sit. You pick the A general range. region, yeah, and then they drop you in there, which. Sucks because if you're an early... If you pick prime seating, they actually put you towards the front, Mm -hmm. which I don't know if you have seen a movie, Tiff, people, but that's usually not where you want to sit. Like, prime seating, I would think, would be middle, at least. Like, middle-middle, usually. Yeah, middle elk. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Well played, (laughs) yes. Um, No, no, they put you really down low. Last year, one of my assigned seats was the uh the, the the dress box on the side like it, yeah exactly you're making a face yeah um listener that
0: was a screw face with a splash of a Koye side eye
1: <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting in the in the dressy box on the side wing of the winter garden theater trash leg room and I, it's you know what like I mean it's ordinarily I will sit there especially up a level it's not the a bad best place. seat in winter gardens right next to the tree not a bad place to sit However, the ones, not only was it the box, but it was like right down to the seat, that seat clipped the top corner of the screen. And I'm like, nope, this is not happening. So I tried to move. And no, like, cause I mean, that was my assigned seat, right? But um, spoiler alert, I talked to not just a volunteer, I went looking for a headset and headset said, well, it's uh, 10 minutes to showtime, So why don't you cool your heels for about five minutes? Then we'll be into rush time. At which point, all bets are off. And you find an open seat and just go for it. So this whole gong show of, uh, of assigned seats really seems to need some working out.
0: Yeah. Because if you are full fool who's schedules like, I don't know, a five-movie day, three of which are premium theaters, then you also have the challenge of knowing that they have this rule about Rush. Yeah. So I don't know if my assigned seat is going to be there when I get there. Yeah. And then I also try to be considerate when I'm arriving, like, right on time, huffing and puffing and hot and sweaty from the Ryerson down to Princess of Wales. And I try to take, like, an aisle somewhere cool at the back.
1: Yeah, yeah, just yeah, just, yeah, just
0: find so, a spot and, and, you know, settle. Don't, yeah, go, so I can don't get my to, yeah. body temperature out of, like, yeah. menopause, yeah, like, no, half flash no, range. No, no, no. Tip no. wants to make it
1: hard for us, man. No.
0: So uh, the assigned seating thing is still... In progress. In progress. It's it's never going to work out. And the the whole order placement thing still does not allow for mistakes. Nope. You still can't change anything until after you're you're locked into yeah. what your first choices are. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it's, yeah. it's one and done.
0: Yeah. If you no. do you fat finger even like click the wrong right movie by mistake and you yeah, don't no, notice. yeah, no
1: do overs. Yeah, yeah. It's just Which a surprise
0: I, when you get your hard tickets. Yeah. yeah okay.
1: Which I am I'm, I'm really worried this year because I'm still doing
0: hard tickets though.
1: So. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not I'm not <laughs> going to the phone. Forget that. No. Yeah. Um, I, I'm really worried this year because Festival, in, uh, in in contemporary world <laughs> cinema, there is one film called Atlantics and one film called Atlantis. And how yes. many people do you think made that mistake? This I is like I think
0: I have Atlantics.
1: T- Tiff is looking back ten years ago to when they had a single man and a serious man, and they're thinking, "Really, hold my beer,
0: right? You know, yeah. we can
1: do that way better."
0: Yeah, Atlantics is the Diop joint. Because you pick lady stuff, right? Yeah, I pick lady yeah. stuff.
1: but And they're both in CWC as well. Yeah. So it's not even like, well, one's a gala and one's Midnight Madness. Yeah. No, 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 no. Atlantics is the one by Marie Diop. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah.
1: Which looks fantastic. Atlantis is... Uh, Didn't look great no, to me. No, Not to my taste. No, it's, it's you know, it's, yeah. it's very Eastern European. The, the still is of a lot of birds. Um, so, I, you know, between the two, if you got to choose an ATL... Uh, I would go with Atlantics. Yeah, well,
0: you know what? Great segue for how do you pick your movies? So I know you like lady parts. I
1: <laughs> You've been reading my Twitter again. Uh-huh. Um, so, story time, children. Uh, three tiffs ago, uh, going through the years, my tiff tended to be somewhere between twenty and thirty films. Um, I take the week off, do the whole ball of wax. Uh, this is before I even really knew a whole lot of other locals. It was mostly just me and the wife uh, and, and one or two of our friends. Um, 25, 30 movies over 10 days. It's a nice, like, if anybody was going like, to do it to my mind proper, that's the way to do it. Once you get into like 40 and 50 and more than that, you're playing for sport. So, three years ago, though, we planned a really big vacation in the autumn and along with time, the funds for TIFF were diminished. So I was like, okay, so I don't have the time that I usually have for it, because we're going away I can't take a week off work. don't have the money that I normally throw at it, so how do I cull this down to 10? Around that time, uh, two people uh, gave me an idea. One of them was Jonathan Larson from the Film Spotting podcast. And another person was Mariah Gates, cinema fanatic. She works now for Netflix. Um, Old Films Flicker is her Twitter feed. She's really, really big on um, women in film. And she was doing fifty-two films, fifty-two films by women that year. Mm-hmm. It was like the first, her first go at it. And Larson, when he went to Sundance that year, he just dedicated the slate to female filmmakers. So I'm like, well, okay. If I'm going to try to call a, 30, a normal 30 down to 10, I need a criteria, and I'm going to go with female filmmakers, and that worked great. And I decided since then, because I've gone on a smaller TIFF since, then, I'm like, I'm going to stick with it. And really, you know, not to pat myself on the back for or for doing anything, it's changed the festival. Like the the first, the first 13 or 14 festivals that I did. Um, They're all wonderful, but they were all kind of the same sort of scrambled thing. You know, I'd see the Aronofsky and I'd see the Almodovar and I'd see the Herzog. Yeah, Herzog. See the one that got the Oscar buzz and whatever. And and they were all wonderful. And I tended to see the same sorts of things and then pepper it in with, you know, your weird little... Silent film from Brazil that's in black and white. You know, like, like all those weird little oddball ones, Oh, like the
0: bird made... on a tree on a branch thing. Last yeah, year. yeah, like those that, th- th- that, that kind of thing. Yeah. Or
1: yeah, you, you know, <laughs> yeah. I see those. I'd see those kinds of movies. See the last three that I've done. The TIFF with women has felt like a different festival. I'm seeing different stories. I'm seeing filmmakers I never would have been
0: introduced to before. Um, I dare say the Q and A's are better. No, for some of mine, I think. Although I, maybe it's only Israeli women filmmakers, because I find they're really ready for like the spicy male. Like, what about us? Question. Right. Yeah. Right. And like they've all done their mandatory military service. And yeah. Yeah. These broads come like yeah, locked oh yeah. and loaded. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. <laughs>
1: um, I, you know, I mean, the, the stories, the, the, they're they're better stories in, in some respects. Um, and often they, they come with like a lot more to say than just how they achieved a particular shot.
0: Or all the people are actually characters and not just the ones that present as being born with a phallus?
1: Yes. Now I you know, like I don't wanna sit here and say that just because I'm going with female film- filmmakers that every single film has been amazing, because that is not true. Uh last festival or the festival before, I saw one with Halle Berry called Kings, which was all Ooh. about the Yeah, you saw that one too? Couldn't yeah, get yeah, through it. Yeah, not so good. Yeah. Um so it's you know, it's it's no it's no harbinger of of quality just because you're going with a female filmmaker. But at the same time, I've seen a lot of dudes films at Tiff that have sucked pretty well badly too. So um <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing it again. This is now my fourth trip around the around the track. So you're doing
0: all lady parts all again. All lady parts again. Yep. Woohoo! Yep. Yep. So how many are you seeing this year?
1: I am seeing, I'm starting with 10. Okay. Uh, I might add some in, so I think somewhere between 10 and 15 by the time the dust settles. All
0: right.
1: So what are you seeing? What am I seeing? Um, well, before we get to that. Tiff is doing Tiff has been kind of doing Something interesting With the With the Lady Parts uh, Films Um, The last Two years They've been really Pushing This uh, Project of Share Her Journey and they, they want to amplify um, female filmmakers. They want to amplify female storytelling. Um, it's a year-round initiative that goes beyond the, the festival, but during the festival, it really kind of goes front and center.
0: Also had its separate fundraising led by Maxine Bailey, who, yes. along with many others, is no longer with the festival.
1: Correct. So, that, now, I, I, I appreciate what TIFF is trying to do, and the director has gone on record as saying... We've done something. We have not done enough. Um, this and they did
0: it better and earlier than some of the other big festivals.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now they, they, you know, they, like they are, they are, they are both emblematic of the industry on the whole. Um, but at the same time, they are in a privileged position as an incubator. So this year, thirty-six percent of the films that they are playing are directed by women. Uh, dear listener, I'm sure you can do the math and realize that that is well below fifty. However, it is also up from 35%, which was last year. So they are moving the needle in the right direction. Um, What gets me is there's all kinds of little things in there when you start to really break it up. So, Gala. Gala is usually where they make their money. Gala is when they get Robert Downey Jr. walking in, and Gala is when they get Reese Witherspoon walking in. Gala, believe it or not, is a fifty-fifty split.
0: Yeah, the galas are actually quite good. This that's year.
1: insane. I never would have guessed. Yeah. Because that is where they gotta make their cash, and every deal with the devil they make, they make in gala,
0: right? Uh, I mean, it helps that like there's stuff like Harriet, that's by yeah. The I Peace mean, on, on one hand, they got lucky. Yeah. You know that, that a lot of stuff was in and abominable. Yeah, which and, is like and the like Mr. A Rogers' movie. DreamWorks think, animated. Yeah, there's a whole bunch yeah. that are that are yeah.
1: really that are really sexy yeah. that they were able to. to take advantage of um platform their competition program is 60 40 no not bad yeah right you know like and it's only 10 films so it's six to four yeah not bad and and again if if that was the norm if it went to like 50 50 or 60 40 one way or the other that's fine year to year nobody would say boom um the two programs that continue to befuddle me though where tiff i think can really do some work first and foremost midnight madness midnight madness over 20 years I can count the number of female filmmakers on my hands. That's terrible. I know they only have ten slots to choose from or eleven slots to choose from, Mm -hmm. but like Midnight Madness has just been just so littered with bros. It's not funny.
0: Listener, please note that my guest this week is a cis, hetero, Caucasian male. Very
1: white. I'm so white. On the
0: off chance you get a hankering to. Send any kind of correspondence someone's way. Uh, send
1: it to me. Please. The matinee cast yeah. is a
0: great podcast.
1: By send it to come, come yeah. talk to me. We will have long conversation.
0: I'm not saying it disagree.
1: Yeah, no, I'll no, I'll own this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bring it, bring it, bring yeah. it. Yeah, we need. Yeah, oh, but also, docs. and I've already had, and I've already had this conversation once yeah. with another cis white
0: and dude. and docs as well, which is well, surprising. docs is the it's, one. It's the easiest
1: one for ladies to get into. Docs is the one. Th- the, the two programs where women are making the best inroads are, oddly enough, animation and docs. Um, now, I know that TIFF has it kind of tough because there's a whole documentary film festival that happens in Toronto, and they have their own relationships and their own programming and whatever, but they're going the wrong way. TIFF docs has never crossed 40% women, let alone 50
0: And it always feels like at least... A quarter of those women are kind of already famous.
1: Yeah. So well, you mean, had
0: the yes. Rashida Jones last well, year. You got the you got the dad's the, one. The dad's one the, this year
1: with with uh, with Opie Opie Junior. Yeah. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. I was um, gonna say. See, but this is the thing, right? I get into conversations about this with my my wife is an editor.
0: And, and the into, Ellen Page one too. The yeah, and the Ellen the Page water. one.
1: I get into conversations with this about about this with her all the time about uh actors like like actresses who choose to direct and it's like well that's not really fair because you're already like greasing the wheels and it's like i i, I, I on the one hand i agree there's like a hundred female film school grads that aren't getting their projects made while bryce dallas howard gets to go to dad's office and and make a film on the one hand that is bad on the other hand where i do support it is one it still counts but two if she gains traction as a filmmaker, she can then grease the rails for other people. And women so
0: many in. dude actors get their start directing yeah. yeah. as actors. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Bradley Cooper, Yeah, you, yeah. Know, you, you, yeah, you yeah. name it. They, they're, they're they log their time on set. Yeah, they and it's like, I want get their hours try. in. Yeah.
1: So, so Docs has work to do, yeah. um, and I really hope. I, I th- masters,
0: I th- I'll give Masters a break just because, by the very definition of the program, it's old guard. Yeah. So. But I mean, even Masters, like Masters. Their could, ratio was okay, but it wasn't great. It wasn't great. Masters,
1: I mean, we they could do more. But, yeah. I, but I, again, I really kind of turn, every time we come this this time of year, TIFF is a business. And I know that the business will make it difficult for them ever to get up to parody. But when it comes to the.
0: It's a business, but it is also still supposed to be an offer pocket yeah. that that's supposed to transform the way we see the world through film.
1: Agreed. When it comes... I will give them a blind pass on galas and special presentations because that is where they make the most money. You have whatever they have, eight other programs that you can use to move the needle in the other direction. And some of them are like Discovery and CWC are just killing it. When it comes to getting those numbers up, TIFF docs, you got to do some work. Uh, So you asked, what am I picking with... um,
0: If you don't want to do your whole list, you could just give me the ones that you're most jazzed about.
1: Most jazzed about. um, So, yeah, I mean, I've only got ten. So, yeah, I'm not going to go down the whole slate, uh, but I will kind of jump here and there. Um, So, I am, I mean, the the sexiest one on the list is Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, which is, uh, you know, Tom Hanks is playing Mr. Rogers. I actually wasn't that stoked about this movie when i first heard about it uh because you were on my year-end show last year in this very room mm-hmm. where ariel fisher made us cry when she was talking about how won't she be my neighbor the documentary about rogers was her favorite film of the year and i adore that doc so i was like that doc exists why do we need to make this movie and i mean tom hanks looks nice and tom hanks is great casting and everything sure okay fine but then i went a little bit further and realized that this is being directed by Muriel heller who dear listener if you don't know directed an amazing film called diary of a teenage girl and an even more amazing movie last year called can you ever forgive me and based on those i'm like i'm in yeah i love this storyteller uh i know i like this story i want to see how this all comes together
0: it was on my long list, but I try to keep it to like max three galas. So sure. yeah. it's the only reason it didn't get in there. You know what? I have a big hole on Sunday that I could always talk. If it ends up being people's choice, I might.
1: Would that be the Sunday that I happen to be going to see it at 315 at the Visa Screening Room?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. I got go. space.
1: So, so, you know, I mean, but I've been in a signed seat. Yeah. So we can't, you know, we can't, no. uh, we can't commiserate and share, share hankies. Um, that same day I am seeing the Lone. Midnight Madness, directed by a woman, because I I like to walk the walk. Uh, Saint Maud, which is directed by Rose Glass. So, uh... As I'm going along and making my list, I occasionally have to Google a name, because if it is in another language, I don't know if this is a dude or a lass. Uh, Or a they. Or a they. Um, When I Googled Rose Glass, Google decided to have some fun with me and just show me a whole bunch of pictures of roses under glass. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) Rose Glass, of course, is a woman. I was also trying to check it because I didn't do as great with it this year, but I also try to get as much balance as i can with white ladies and women of color i think i'm at about 60 40 this year i've been even in the past but this year sorry it's, um, it's hard it's, <laughs> it's hard it's, it's not actually it was just i just the way it all fell i could have shuffled a few things around but um rose glass because i was just looking to see his rose glass a white lady is rose glass you know, an Asian lady. I don't know. Uh, but Rose Glass is a white woman and her film, Saint Maud* looks amazing. It's a psychological thriller, um, about a pious nurse who becomes dangerously obsessed with saving the soul of her dying patient. That sounds just, you know, exorcisty right there. I'm sure yeah. it's gonna mess me up. That sounds fun. Yeah. Stars, uh, Jellifer Ely, or as I like to call her, not Meryl Streep. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's going to be some fun times. What are you seeing? Like, I know I've well, got your list in front of me. But, I'm uh, seeing
0: 31. Nice. And, but I'm most excited, I think, about Guns Akimbo, uh, the Daniel Radcliffe joint, where he plays a game developer who goes on the wrong forum talks a lot of smack and then wakes up with some guns bolted to his hands and an rsvp required invite to a death match oh my goodness i know it looks so good
1: (laughs) yeah so that is
0: the one that you know going into the festival i'm most excited about so a listener if you are hearing this before single ticket day on september 2nd that is guns akimbo gleefully
1: Uh, echoing elements of scott pilgrim versus the world the Purge, Smash TV, and Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is a potent little mix. Yeah,
0: it's not fucking around. No. Yeah. I mean, previously, I was pretty excited about Jojo Rabbit. Still am on that. And so both of these are in you, special presentation. You didn't get,
1: like, boxed out of Jojo Rabbit, did
0: you? Uh, no, no, I'm seeing, like, the, the first that, public screening. Okay, because so from what I understand, that is
1: the one that is most in demand.
0: Yeah. So that one, and again, listener, I don't do galas. I always do just, like, basic flex packs, so I'm never seeing the first screening for a lot of these movies, especially in special presentations. The first screening is a premium, Uh, and that's, like, an extra 20 bones that I'd rather spend on booze, quite frankly. So I do uh, miss that they've...
1: Upped every upped yeah. all of the like premieres yeah. to a special ticket because I was
0: actually surprised. I think the first screen of Guns Akimbo may actually be a regular, and not a premium. Uh,
1: that's I mean, it, 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 some that, of some yeah. of my favorite memories are being there when like Juno premiered. Yeah, you know like, like those or being there when like uh, uh, Slumdog Millionaire premiered, and I'm like in in years following they would have been an expensive ticket, and I wouldn't have been part of that room.
0: Uh, the Barefoot Emperor is a movie that involves in the Precy there's a part of the description that says the they think the king of Belgium is almost accidentally killed in a reenactment of Archduke Franz Ferdinand's death right right I read that sentence and said sold I don't yes. even think I read the rest of the Precy I was like I'll do that yeah I'm all about that
1: uh, that was on my short list because it's co-directed by Jessica Wordworth. Uh, Uh, but I just, I couldn't quite fit it into the, into the sked. But yeah, that, that looks,
0: that looks amazing. I actually picked something from the TV program this year. Um, Almost initially entirely based on the name, Black Bitch, (laughs) as I am a (laughs) hundred percent. I thought that was the working title for this (laughs) podcast, wasn't it? (laughs) I am a hundred percent that. So uh, that stars one of the women from the Sapphires. Oh, yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I saw her and I saw that it was called Black Bitch. I don't even know what it's about. Like, I forget reading what it's about. But I was like, you know what? I'll pick it. It's an
1: Australian yeah. show. Like, I, I you know, they, they, they tend to... Yeah, they, they do good do, things. I mean, the one thing... It's kind of crazy. The one thing about the TV program is a lot of them are not uh, domestic television shows. And the one thing I wonder about is, okay, so you're going to sell me on Black Bitch, but then how do I watch the rest of the show?
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm the, going to have to steal it. Yeah, that's the
1: one thing. I'm, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, you're promoting VPNs here, yeah. you know? They should sponsor the program. Yeah.
0: Or I guess they're <laughs> also promoting international purchase. I think it's more for the international, like, buyers that are I here. hope so. Yeah. Uh, the Midnight Madness that I'm most excited about is the opening night Midnight Madness, Blood Quantum. I've heard that that is... Starring my sweetheart, Michael Grayeyes. You may know him from Woman Walks Ahead. Uh, that was at the festival, I think, last year or the year before. He's also a professor at York and just an all-around what? cool guy. Okay, I met him at a bar last year, and he was just, like, super chill. Huh. Yeah yeah and handsome very handsome so the premise is uh, remote Micmac community discovers they're the only survivors of a a zombie plague and then they have to decide if they let the outsiders in I'd say based on I don't know all history ever people of any skin tone darker than a paper bag letting the outsiders in hasn't worked out great
1: no no I would uh...
0: I'm hoping for lots of murder
1: I I would, I would, you know, yeah. A lot of people getting locked out. Yeah.
0: A lot of people sort of impassively watching other people getting eaten. Maybe just like, like toss some, some beads at them, you know, like that kind of thing, some whiskey
1: and yeah. 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 That'd that'd be amazing.
0: Yeah. So that looks great. (laughs) Yes, it does. Yeah. Super excited about that one. Um, another one that I picked because of some, I picked just because of the picture.
1: Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's that's I've got one yeah. like that actually. Um, I picked
0: the two popes because of that. And it has... I mean, there's all, so,
1: all sorts of reasons why I could pick the it two It has
0: popes. Anthony Hopkins and Jonathan Price playing two popes. Yes, it does. I mean...
1: Two specific popes, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah.
0: That they actually kind of look like. So, the thing that
1: I'm I'm so curious about with that, and I, I've got the internet machine in front of me, so I can look it up, is that is directed by the same chap who years and years and years ago directed City of God. Um, Oscar-nominated yeah, City yeah. of
0: God. Yeah, the attributes, the data points on it looked good too, Yeah, but,
1: but the picture was gorgeous. Yes, it was. Fernando uh, Moraes is the name. Um, he... I, okay. I was gonna say, he feels like he's been off the grid for a long time, and I'm remembering now that he did the Constant Gardener, and he also did Blindness, but most of what he's done since then... Has just been like a whole bunch of nothing. Like even blindness now was over ten years ago.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's not. There's nothing he's done since then that has come anywhere close to the promise of City of God. Yeah. So you know, seeing something like the two popes, yeah. show up, it's like okay, maybe you're maybe you're coming back to the back
0: to the fold. And even if not, the whole ornateness of the whole Vatican City energy. I mean, popes are the original drag queens. Yes, they folks. are. Like, when do we
1: speaking of popes when do we get another young pope? When's that back? I don't know. You know, that, that's a whole like that is Although I feel of, like Dumbled- I feel like that should be in TV. I feel
0: like dumbledaddy Daddy's been super busy out in them streets making fantasy and sci-fi films. Yeah, it's, you know. Yeah. Come on, man. I mean, like, yeah. he, he, he was got, so jacked in Captain Marvel He too. was. Yeah.
1: Uh, did, so that I've been going through the deleted scenes on the on the DVD because, of course, I have. And there's a great one where they they actually get to who he sees when he sees the Supreme Intelligence. He uh, and it's supposed to be the person you admire most. It's himself. He sees himself.
0: Of course, he does. Yeah,
1: that's. I I thought that that was wow, fan bloody tastic. Although, if I looked
0: like Jula, I'd probably just want to be staring. I'd look at the mirror of Arsed and I'd just see myself all day. Wouldn't you just? Yeah, be or it'd be like a montage of like all of my other roles um
1: okay so if we're going with the one that we picked because of the picture um the, I, i've got like a, a gold medal and a silver medal the gold medal that i picked because of the picture is a film dear listener from albania called zana z-a-n-a or z-a-n-a for your american listeners uh directed by antoneta castrati and the Castrati. Pic, yeah, a, with a K. With okay. a K. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But no. so,
0: tough name for first dates.
1: Right? <laughs> if yeah. You're dating yeah. anybody with yeah, somebody. Yeah. You did? Nah, I'm sorry. Yeah. sorry it's been fun, but I gotta go. Yeah.
0: Any appendages you like? Yeah. This is the picture. It's an oh, audio medium.
1: so beautiful. But, uh, dear listener, it sort of looks
0: like a sexy dementor.
1: It does. Crossed
0: with one of the nurses from Game of Thrones. Thrones?
1: I yeah I would I would go with that kind yeah. of I'm getting a little bit of like the others vibe as well it's just it's a woman a silhouette of a woman's head with a light blue scarf draped over it possibly like some some backlighting going on in there and uh, this is talked this is described as haunted by her long suppressed past and pressured by her family to seek treatment for mystical healers for her infertility a Kosovar woman struggles to reconcile the expectations of motherhood and legacy of wartime brutality. Uh, I know that that sounds like a barn burner, but trust me, when you see this picture, you'll be like, "Oh, hello. Uh, the other one that I decided to go with by picture is one called Maria's Paradise. Ooh. This is directed by Zaida Bergroth from Finland. Uh, I got very much of a,
0: I um, almost picked that one
1: cause of the picture. Actually, Yeah. I got very much of a Venus and fur, mm-hmm. uh, image, although, you know, although like much younger, um, and also just because I, I do like Scandinavian film. Giving uh, me
0: like early Juno tempo tempo energy or that um, yeah, yeah, or also early Natalie Dormer
1: yeah, yeah, energy yeah. there. Uh, teenage girl begins to question the teachings and actions of the fringe religious sect in which she has been raised in uh, Zydeburg Groth's intel- intelligent and chilling study of cults based on a real life scandal that took place in Finland in the 1920s. So we're going to get some like 1920s aesthetic to it as well. Yeah, those are the two. I'm like, that is a Cool image. I'm going with that. Yeah. I didn't choose any on title. Yeah. This year there was no pigeon on the branch contemplating existence.
0: Yeah. This no. Time. Although I, I might have picked "Blow the Man Down" because of that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Also, or it, "Black Bitch." Yeah. Right. Actually, yeah, that was because of the title. "Blow the Man Down." I, I believe it's two young women accidentally <laughs> murder a dude, which I mean, that's always fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can I I suspect. That is a genre. Like, it's <laughs> sort of the Thelma and Louise. Yes. Oom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Bound slightly. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and again, the picture is them trying to dispose of uh, of a, like a cooler.
0: I did also pick the last porno show. I love the Pornographer years ago. Uh, and the Fluffer also. I watched that at the <laughs> you festival. A type. Yeah. So I saw the last porno show. I'm like, well, that, that's in my wheelhouse.
1: Yeah, that I mean, that one just, like, looks 16 kinds of awkward.
0: I like that, though. Yeah, oh, my awkward sexual adventure as well, I think. Oh, yeah, that one I saw. Oh, and Short Bus. Oh, that wow, one I, I do saw. have a...
1: You do have a type. Listener?
0: I think I'm kind of into...
1: Dirty stuff. If the picture has uh, people in a state of undress, yeah, uh, Petula is all over it. Yeah. Uh, that was in... Yeah, yeah. Kira or Kyrie or Kiri uh papoots. Uh that one's Canadian. I mean it's Canadian, so you're you're supporting the home team.
0: Yeah. Um
1: it reminds me also, yeah, there was like wasn't there one of like how to stage an orgy in a small town? Wasn't that a Canadian wasn't that a Tim
0: Run or is that, that just... I didn't see.
1: Yeah. It's
0: one of the few in that sort of wheelhouse that I didn't. Um my only animated this year is Bombay Rose.
1: Uh, I have no animation. I I tossed a... I had two films... I think Bombay Rose
0: is animated, and it's a color thing, and it may be a lady director, so it it might have been on your short list. It was.
1: It it was. I... What I did was I had two films from India. One was animated, one was not, uh, and I decided to go with the not. I went with My Sky is Pink. That's actually my last film on Saturday the 14th. I got nothing on Sunday. Sunday I'm going to be sleeping. Um...
0: So people but, aren't getting together at the. Oh no, calling? they are. I'll
1: go out for that, but yeah. I'm going to be sleeping in. Um, yeah, like some. That's the other thing. Sometimes when I'm trying to choose these schedules, is I'll start looking and I'm thinking to myself, okay, I've got a lot from England, or I've got a lot from. Sweden or whatever, and I'll try to balance it all a little bit. So there was, there were, there's a, I think there's about four films from India this year, and I only know that because one of my coworkers is from India, and he was asking. So I was like, "Yeah, here, choose one of these." Um, but I kind of tossed a coin between "The Sky Is Pink" and uh, what is it, "Bombay Rose"? Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, "Bombay Rose" looks beautiful, mm-hmm. so I got to give it that much. But yeah, uh, you're so you're seeing that one. Yeah. Nice.
0: So I and my only. Not theme day, but my only accidental... Both of these movies seem um, targeted towards a similar audience as the day I have only two movies, Harriet and Waves. Which one's... Is Waves the one with Alfred Woodard? Mmm... I'm gonna say no. No, it had a family of four people sitting around You're a table gonna at a restaurant. No? I'm gonna say no. <laughs> That's definitely no. Yeah. Um, a family of four people sitting around a table, and they are all closer to my color. I don't he... remember who's even in it. This is what happens at this unexpected
1: point at dra- unexpected drama by Trey Edward Schultz, and it lists it comes at night. Did he direct It Comes at Night? Because I have never seen a crowd more grumpy than really? at the end of a, just a normal, regular screening of It Comes at Night. Um, because you don't really actually find out what comes at night. Uh, yep, okay. that's him. Yep. Yeah, he, Mother
0: and son, two to one. Krishna. Blah, blah, blah. It Comes yeah. at Night. Okay, cracks wait. begin to
1: show in a perfect facade as a young athlete's life um, yeah, I mean
0: I mean it's got it's got Lucas Hedges it's got I'm hopeful Sterling K. Brown and it's got Renee Elise Goldsberry Oh Clifton Collins Jr. is in this Renee like Elise him. Goldsberry your wife may know her from the original Broadway cast of Hamilton I'm sure she does I think it was the, Was she Peggy? Uh no she was the one he didn't marry not Eliza Skyler yeah, she was like Not Sky, uh, one of the Skylar sisters. Yes, Angelica. So, Angelica. Yeah. Oh. Angelica. Okay. Eliza. The,
1: he marries yeah, Eliza, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Angelica. Ah, okay. Yeah. Surprising so I think it was that the wife kids. didn't see that. Usually,
0: usually a Broadway actor is the in. Actually, this for was my a, a great page. So listener, if you do get your hands on the program book, page one fifty two and one fifty three, that's where I had the Harry Potter joint, and then the one I, I looked across and I was like, is that is that the the bone structure of the other guy from black panther <laughs> yeah because it's, it's a terrible shot actually. right it's right. literally his profile that i recognized and yes. then i started reading it otherwise after this nonsense
1: yeah it's like i can't look i can't look at what's going on on the right side the left side has just got because daniel transmits.
0: radcliffe has those Frodo elijah wood eyes yes that adjust, those, those so, garage
1: doors yeah. into the soul yeah yeah
0: they're great that yeah.
1: one's uh that's uh Oh, well, that's a Liev Schreiber line, by the way. The garage doors into the soul. He was referring to Elijah Wood. Yeah. That way he said if the eye's the window to the soul, then Elijah has garage doors. I
0: think everyone who works with him talks about his big, beautiful eyes. But he also has terrible eyesight, apparently. So, <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, that, that's the price you pay, yeah. you know? You just let that much light in, it just burns yeah. your retinas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's not everything. That's most of it, listener. I'll put it all up. Either on the Twitter, I'll hopefully maybe do like a quick and dirty pod in the middle of the festival. What I know You must do that. Those are a lot of fun. What I try to do is like give you like tops of things that I know there's still another screening on uh, the last weekend. So you could have a chance to maybe see it. Because it is really about seeing it with these super packed, like super hype audiences. And you get to see films that even if they come out here later, you don't get that same energy. No. So. Even after the talent leaves town? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's still fun.
1: Yeah. You know, yes, it would be wonderful if you got to see Knives Out and watch Captain America walk across the stage and show off America's ass. But at the same time, even mm. if that doesn't happen and you're still in a theater that's just jam-packed with a whole bunch of other cinephiles on Sunday afternoon and it's, you know, you're all going back to work tomorrow, it's still so much fun. It really is. You know. Yeah. So no, it's it. I'd like looking up and down your schedule. You've got a lot on here that I am really, really excited for. I I do think that one day if I do decide to go back to like no rules, yeah, I'll at the very least go like with a 50-50 split. Yeah. so that I can still get some of the... And it's a lot easier to do a 50-50 split now. I mean, really and truly, with every passing year, even just doing an entire festival full of female filmmakers, it's not that hard. Or, um, like I mean, like there, it, it's it wasn't like I only had... Like, I'm doing a 10-pack, and I had 20 to choose from. There was a lot. You yeah. know, like, I say they're at 35%. That's still 90 movies.
0: And my other criteria, especially now that, you know, Jane is gone, most of my criteria still apply, which is... You know, I just go through the book and pick what I think I would like yep. without trying to put any guidelines around it. I always end up picking more than I could see. Yeah. And then I narrow based on, does it have North American distribution yet? Is there a lady involved behind the camera? Are there enough ladies involved in front of the camera that it looks like it could pass the Bechdel test? Yep. Um, are there colors involved? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then... And then I just sort of do the the whole filling, with um, either things I really want to see or just things that fit. Yeah. And I usually end up with a pretty good mix of. I say I'm definitely like this year, definitely fifty fifty of small things that'll probably never be released here. Mm-hmm. And I mean, my favorite
1: one from the fest last year still hasn't seen the light of day. Yeah. Right. It was a, it was a Swedish film called Phoenix, Ooh. Uh, which was just gorgeous and dark as hell, but. Just so affecting, and I've just never seen it pop yeah. up anywhere. Yeah, um, I, I usually also like to say, kind of give
0: yourself or LGBTQ things too. Oh, yeah. yes, oh, yeah, and,
1: and TIFF is really good for that, yeah. it always has
0: been. Yeah, um, you could almost do a full LGBTQ festival, like You absolutely like 10. could. Yeah, and they, they
1: tag that's actually the other thing I, I want TIFF to get a little bit better with. Is TIFF and TIFF are together,
0: is get a little bit better with the tags, like yeah. really go crazy. The, with the metadata tags. is has been increasingly improving year over year but they could do more
1: it's i it's it's a really hard thing to pull off especially Mm -hmm. with in a not-for-profit And we actually know some of the people who were involved with Mm -hmm. this and the fact that they even get it this well is nothing short of incredible
0: i mean i could see ways if they aren't already doing this uh, during the submission process yes if they had mandatory you have to pick five Attributes yes. That are already going to be built into the website. Yeah. When you submit your title. Yes, please. Then that way, all the, you know, the staff and the people who write the books, whatever to do is scan that list to start. Yeah. And least, even yeah, like, some they, of the broadest. They have to edit, obviously, because yeah. sometimes people might pick extra things yes. to try to yeah. hit things that are, they're barely hitting, but yeah. it would help speed up that process. Because, I mean, I understand the secrecy, the decisions are made so late to try to go through and add like really deep metadata for hundreds of titles.
1: Oh, there's no time, especially with I mean, the site goes live yeah. on a Tuesday and people are picking by Sunday. So there's yeah. no way to really yeah. get all those nuts and bolts in there as helpful as they would be. And I mean, for all we know, we're the two people who care. Yeah, you know, so it I, would
0: be fun. It's it just would be, able, be wonderful. If I could just click these three or four attributes and then it would give me a list of only, let's say, 100. Yeah, yeah. And, and then I wouldn't be distracted by other things. No, no. But if I, mean, I wanted to set it's, it's like really, a as set said, of rules,
1: if you're doing it if, it, if it's a year where you're doing like a shorter slate, or you're, t- you know, time and money are yeah. really, really, you're only
0: doing back half. Yeah, yeah. You're only doing then it would be really work. really helpful. If, yeah. if you got, you know,
1: time is no no, time is no criteria, then just you know, screw you. You could you've got you've got nothing but time. Yeah, you can afford to take a few. Uh, few few on you um i do also like to tell people to um at like talk okay like rule number one rule number two rule number three talk to people when you're tiffing get your nose out of your phone get your nose out of your book and i say this is a person who usually has a phone in one hand and a book in the other hand and talk to the people around you in line i also say this is a person who met his life mate in line talking to her um but along with the fact that you might meet your life mate no pressure you will learn about movies that you either didn't hear of before or maybe thought about and passed over and maybe you'll want to pick it up because a lot of these have three four screenings Um, and if you start hearing as the week goes along that a bump along the way is fantastic and another person says a bump along the way is fantastic then maybe you want to pick up a bump along the way you know, so people
0: talk to the people around you. With He's you not, not referring to Cocaine Listener. That's a movie, A Bump Along <laughs> the Way. Uh, the premise is a 44-year-old mother has it off with a stranger in a van. And the end result is A Bump Along the Way.
1: A baby bump. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so for all we know, uh, this movie is is wonderful. Yeah. And, and people will be talking it up. So ask people, you know, what have you seen? What's good? And uh, you know, see about uh, maybe adding those in. Maybe trading off one of those tickets. That's gonna of a movie that's gonna come out in a few
0: weeks because uh, things can things can go well in that way. Yeah, I agree. I last year for the first year, my one of my festival. Friends that I saw at multiple movies was a man, like an older, like mm-hmm. Caucasian mm-hmm. dude, which doesn't normally happen. It's usually like an old white lady. Okay. It ends up having like at least five of the same movies as me and had like <laughs> a similar schedule. Is it usually the yeah. same old white lady? Different one every year. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this year or last year, it was like an older dude and he was staying in town with his, I think, um, child and their partner. I forget which gender the child was, and he just decided, you know, I'm taking the week off. I think he'd recently retired, and he's like, I think I'll check out the festival, and he was having, like, the greatest time. That sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, and I had, I Like, think, the
1: more I saw him, the more I'd be, like, so stoked. I'm like, it's working out for
0: you. Yeah, I had, like, three different movies with him. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and how he got me, he did compliment my outfit. It was the day that is the first day I was wearing sort of, like, uh, if you see me one day in like, a long striped dress with a cloak. It's probably because it might be my one Ryerson day, and I found that was, like, a good outfit for that because the dress is breezy and thin but covers, like, my arms up to three-quarter length and is, like, a long dress, but it's not too thick. And then the cloak is good if there was like, weather stuff because the Ryerson still has that very long outdoor lineup. Yes. And I call it my, like, kind of sexy Hogwarts look. And he's like, you are one of the best-dressed women in this lineup. Which, okay, it's a festival line, not hard, but... The fact that it's like a very modest, like, I could be doing like a young, you know, Minerva McGonagall right, color cosplay, right, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. so you're not like being creepy. This yeah, is like, just yeah. actually a ridiculous outfit that I wore thinking the only <laughs> thing that's missing is like a, a lace-up wand. pair of like Fluvogs and a wand. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah, yeah. Like that is all that was missing. It <laughs> the was, striped scarf. It was yeah. very yeah. that energy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then like I had three more movies with him over the week and he's just like super that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I haven't... I haven't don't remember my, his name, I've never seen no, him No, I, I,
1: that, yeah. I mean the one little side effect of now looking for the people I recognize is I haven't met new people nearly as much as I have. I think the last new person I met was uh, four years ago I met uh, Rebecca Gould, who happened to be a, a TIFF volunteer, but was, like, uh, was, like, was like watching a movie that day, and I still see her around now and then, but I think she was the last like, person I met that I remember. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, I so. always see the Boston Independent Film Festival people, oh, yeah. the only people to ever recognize me in line by my voice from actually listening to this, yeah, yeah. And so I always see them, they're super cool, uh, not just because they recognize me, but right. just because they're, they're, they're
1: good people, and
0: they run an independent film yeah. festival, so yeah, yeah. yeah, so they're awesome, yeah, I think uh, I'm kind of looking forward to this year, I'm still going to, you know, anytime I hear like a husky voice. Or see a short lady's toes, I'm going to, like, hopefully look her up and down and wonder <laughs> if it's Jane. I have seen, uh, previously, programmers after they've left just attending the festival. Like, right. I saw Colin a bunch of times last year. Yeah, he's, year still, year he's really around. He's, yeah. like, very visible. Yeah, I saw Magali at at, like, one of the event spaces because she's doing stuff with the city of Toronto now that's related to, like, arts and film stuff. So, okay. if I see Jane, I will lose it.
1: Yes. Give her a so. hug.
0: I mean, consent. Tell tell eh, just if, t- tell just tell her, tell her that she's missed. I think I would only try to give her a hug if I was, like, fresh. Like, if it's a four-movie day no, and I'm three yeah, D. No, then you
1: can't. Then, yeah. then, then it's like a, a pleasant nod and keep moving. Yeah,
0: unless I've done, like, my... I have the, the purse dress. Right. Like, the one dress that I can roll up into a bag. And shove in my purse in case, you know, my friend Mary gets us invited to a party last minute. Gotcha. That I wrote, test I wrote tested last week. It's like a little much for daytime, but you know, you never know. There's always the odd chance with uh, some friends that they're like, Oh, we can like get into this thing. And honestly, anything with free booze and a chair, I'm all about that. Which segue to our other topic. Mm. Uh I used to go into more detail on this, but every year, like, new places open and places close. That whole, I mean, the whole area where TIFF has now set up camp.
1: Ever since they got rid of the
0: chapter store, too, there's no, like, real cheap place to chill out. It's just
1: turned on its head. Yeah. And this whole thing's gonna turn on its head again, because two of their venues are marked for death. Yeah. So this thing is gonna change again in two or three years. Um, But currently, currently, uh, if you
0: have, like, a decent hole, because Honestly, an hour and a half hole, you may as well just get in line again. Yeah, but like a like a two and a half hour hole, if you are Set between up, you Lightbox yeah. and Scotia, especially if you don't want to be in that Scotia like human pen outside. No, that's
1: that's that's just yeah, that, that ain't right. Um, yeah, I mean, okay, so if if I'm feeling like something caffeinated, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 if they're open, because actually their hours are not amazing. Uh, Dark Horse on John Street, the little uh, coffee cafe. They've got to actually have decent patio out it's front. It's great, yeah. But they're open something silly like seven to three.
0: they're, yeah. open, they're open very much like. You know, bagel shop hours, mm-hmm. um, but they are also on Ritual. So if you are in a rush and just want an actual good coffee, yeah. if you're like running out of light box, you can like put in your order on Ritual and then grab it on your way to Scotia. Yes, yeah.
1: They, but so I, I do like sitting there um, and and just usually, especially on John, I'll just kind of like sit and just kind of watch because odds are within twenty minutes somebody I recognize will walk by.
0: If you have the extra time though, then you can always go to the other dark horse that's in the, the four hundred one building.
1: Which one's the four hundred and one? So
0: the with swipe that store that sells like fun like artsy stuff. And oh books. yes. Yeah. So there's a bigger dark horse in there that the hours more match uh, that okay, building to okay. so, like normal business hours. Okay. So it's not open as early as the one on John. It's like right in the middle of everything. Right. But it's. Um,
1: that sound you heard, listening was uh, Patula almost dousing her microphone almost. with a can of
0: pills. Well, I was gonna say it's, <laughs> it's, it's more it's like.
1: A- just two swallows. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, if uh, if I am looking for something uh, less caffeinated, more alcoholic, um, there is a bar not terribly far from Lightbox called Bangsu, which is above uh, Khao San Road on Charlotte Street. So mm-hmm. about a five minute walk
0: west of the Lightbox. Um, so you're not even past the Tiff sign if it's still doing the Festival Street stuff, because it's like before. No, you're in the other way. You're or going, you're just you're
1: past past going, going west. You're going Charlotte. towards Dinah
0: yeah yeah so it's not like spadina is where oh, the road yeah, is still yeah, closed. The
1: Tiff. that's right that's yeah. right yeah so you're not quite yeah you're not that maybe far you're a out. little
0: bit past the sign but you're not past where the street is closed no no and uh
1: they have uh some really great um they, they do like all kinds of crazy crap brews on top mm-hmm. everything that they serve like the that's the, the, uh, like the beers are all it's it's not quite micro brew but you're not gonna go there you're not gonna go there for like you know, Budweiser. Yeah. So everything that they have is really good and they change it up from day to day and all the food is fantastic. Great pick. Khao San Road below it is amazing Thai. Um, they moved, they used to be on Adelaide Street and then they moved over to Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I think the owners like split or something like that but um, they have some amazing Thai food and they're, they're always rammed. Yeah. Like, they're the kind of place that they say if your whole party is not here, we're not sitting your ass. Yeah. Because but if you're
0: on your own during the festival, oh, it's fantastic. and you have a three hour hole and you're not trying to go there at like a peak time, like right at no. like business day lunch. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you're going Great there at time. like three, yeah. perfect.
0: Yeah. Or General Assembly around the corner. Uh, it's like one of those kind of not gourmet pizza places, but like delicious, kind of personal sized pizza with like a thin crust. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's right around the corner. So if you try to go to the places, that Ryan mentioned, and they're both packed, and you can just scoot around the corner because General Assembly's licensed, and you can get a little pizza. They are less crowded, yeah. uh, because a lot of people do take out there who work at the sort of digital agencies around that neighborhood.
1: Oh, so there's yeah. like a lot of ritual going on there? Yeah. A lot of pickups? It's okay. like
0: fitty-fitty, but okay. yeah.
1: Okay. And of course, the other, like, the, the, the you gotta do it because you're there the whole time. Uh, if you're looking for something cheapish and dirty, go to Burrito... Boys, Yeah. Uh, on um, that one's on Adelaide as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're my favorite burrito in the city. There's like three or four of them now. They used to be this one wee little cubby hole.
0: Yeah. If you know on you pe- only have time for one meal. Burrito yeah. Boys or um, the Ill Style Sandwiches, the, the Philly Cheesesteak yeah. place that's so right across from Scotia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's literally like I can eat that and not need to eat a meal yeah. for the rest of the day. No,
1: no yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Like Burrito Boys, a large burrito at Burrito Boys mm-hmm. is big yeah um, also
0: doing, acts as a personal safety device you could murder someone with that you burrito. could yeah yeah absolutely
1: yeah. <laughs> you know like please please do not throw the burrito you know it, it will yeah. leave a mark blunt force trauma man no it's, it's not good no so deal. yeah those are my those are my my snacks mostly down around the king street area where ryerson is, is again turned over quite a bit mm. so i'm not really familiar with what's up there anymore but um no around uh, john and everything Lots of good stuff.
0: And I'm going to re-add my other favorite recco, even though it's always almost impossible to get into, Mm -hmm. uh, the Roxy Bar, which is right next to Princess of Wales. So I say impossible to get into, not because it's packed, but because of the way they do the line guarding and um, fencing. You have to just keep saying over and over, you're trying to go to Roxy Bar. However, allegedly, maybe the first weekend they have some kind of partnership with the whole Visa Infinite thing, they were telling me something, so I don't even know what's going on with that. Okay. So they might not be open for regular business that first weekend, which might be for the best for them anyway, because it's right. so hard for people to get in. Yeah. Now, another place that's slightly further back on that row, but would still be on the king side of that line, so it's still a hard turn around that corner to get in any bar, is Mascot Brewery. They just reopened, they used to be on Mercer, across from Le Germain, and they used to have a beautiful rooftop patio. Now they have a back patio that backs on a Pearl Street. Ooh. You may know that street from like, trying to stalk celebrities, leaving Princess <laughs> where Wales.
1: We should um, also point out that none of these place- establishments are giving us any money or free no, food. No, no, not that. You know, that. we are just talking about this as you know, peoples no, like enjoy a, these, these yeah, establishments.
0: This is just as a day drinker who yeah. like has had breaks in her employment for years and loves that name. But neighborhood. also just
1: people <laughs> who have done this a few yeah. years over and know that a three hour break might seem like a very long time. Yeah. Time enough to go home and chill. Yeah. But really, it's like if you just go to one of these spots and hang out for an hour, then the yeah. next line is ready to go.
0: So Mascot Brewery has a back patio. They have a good amount of space inside that's downstairs and dark. So if you don't want your eyes to have to adjust from movie sort of theater lighting, both Roxy Bar and Mascot are good for that. It's a good place to take inside. a date, it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they also do flights of beer there. Ooh. And like their food menu isn't that robust, but it was, it was pretty good. I had, like, a ceviche thing that was honestly quite delicious.
1: The, uh, I I must admit, because we went looking for it on Friday before a screening there, the grab-and-go possibilities around Lightbox are really down. Yeah. this year because that whole street has really changed. There used to be a sushi place across the road. There used to be like a sandwich place
0: across the road. They're all gone. The King Street experiment is killing a lot of the smaller places. Well, so is
1: a lot of the development in the area. Yeah. Right? Like, there's a lot of condos being built just past all of that, like when you get over towards Peter. And it's just... And you know, not to mention, there used to be a Tim Hortons mm-hmm. that was there that is now closed, yeah. which is it was such a strange thing. Which in this is country. the only good cheap coffee
0: kind of like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that you could get quickly because Starbucks even, is super slow. Yeah, and
1: even like Lightbox Canteen has stopped selling sandwiches after yeah. like three so that's the one thing that's a little bonkers is around I think they'll reinstitute grab and go options Ah, during the festival I don't know around around King and John I'm just saying around King and John if you're thinking to yourself I'm going to grab a bagel and then hop back into my movie be advised (laughs) listener it is trickier this year than it seems in the past
0: and who knows how many food trucks they'll have on Festival Street yeah or how long those lines will be yeah so if you're hungry and grazing pack your granola bars people or get something before you get into Gorp is your friend yeah Festival Street yeah because there's a lot of stuff around there, but once you're in them streets, it's yeah. it's hard to get out. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I think that's it for the pre one, because I'm gonna do another pre one hopefully next week nice. with one of our other friends, other black guy from the movie nerd meetups
1: who uh, sat next to me at uh, Lightbox last week in kind of a nice little warm up. Yeah, we watched uh, watched a, a Mexican. Uh, Genre film with the, that had a talk afterwards by uh, Guillermo del Toro. Oh yeah. And uh, I'm str- I'm remembering that the name had something to do with a tiger, but it was a long weekend, people. And uh,
0: tigers scared tigers. Tigers are
1: never afraid, yeah. or something to that effect. And uh, it was called. It was called Tigers Are Not Afraid, actually, okay. a, and you know, coming right back, which logical? Yeah, exactly, coming right back to the theme of my TIFF for this year. It was directed by a Mexican lass. Yeah. Uh, her name, her first name is Isa. Isa Lopez, uh, not to be confused with Lisa Lopez. Um, <laughs> but Isa Lopez, it's uh, it's a really good movie that will be playing at Lightbox a little bit. If you're looking for. A hit of something international before the festival comes around. Um, And it was an amazing movie. It's got, you know, brushstrokes of everything from City of God, like we were talking about before, and Peter Pan, and uh, and, and Pan's Labyrinth and, and all sorts of good things baked into it and it's an amazing movie. So I happen to be sitting next to uh, to Norm who will be your guest on the next show and we enjoyed it. Uh, my friend Jolie Featherstone was sitting on the other side so it turned into this great little you know, Toronto Toronto film
0: buff uh, hangout. Lovely. Yeah. So let's finish with one thing you love about Tiff. Uh...
1: The people you get to meet. The people you talk to because uh, odds are if you're, you know, most of us most of us have day jobs. Even if you're, we're doing the blogging and the podcasting uh, and been doing it for years, it don't pay. So, I don't know about you, but the people I work with, they just kind of smile and nod when I'm talking about movies. But when you get around your people and you can talk about, oh, did you see this movie? And, oh, I saw that movie. And, oh, is it this guy? It just becomes so much fun to just completely nerd out about cinema for for 11 whole days and, and meet people that may become just, like, full-on capital F friends that, like, not even qualified as a movie nerd friend. Um, yeah, the people I have met through TIFF uh,
0: legit have changed my life. Uh-huh. Well, I think my favorite thing is what I... I realize as I think about it is sort of the the 27 dresses moment it's that moment especially for smaller films when you know the movies finished and especially for smaller films that the audience really loves last year I'd say the best one of these was for the Grizzlies okay where it's just a never Um, kind of ceasing, not just the Canadian polite, like, oh, we're standing because some people are standing, Mm. Um, applause, yes, yes. and like, smiles, and like, you know, great job, kind of, you know, shouts for these movies that they're not going to have that kind of, they're not going to make a lot of money, probably, they're not going to be seen a lot of places, they may not, you know, even get to the kind of independent spirit kind of level of North American success for something small. Mm-hmm. But the the faces of especially, like, the directors and the, the writers and producers, not even as much the talent, because often for those smaller movies to get in, they have one or two people that you've heard of. Yeah. Although sometimes when they have, like, mostly unknowns, it's yeah, it's all of their faces. But it's really, like, some of the faces of, like, the unknown people right on stage. When that applause is going on, that's what I love. Like, yeah. that is... It just makes you feel happy. And I know what they're seeing when they're seeing that applause. Yes. They're seeing a Toronto audience that looks like, except for maybe New York, like not another audience that they will see, get to see their film. Like it's a mix of people. Right. Sizes, ages, colors, you know. Yes. Physical attributes, etc. Like they're getting to see that their film didn't just find an, an audience, it found audience and like I love especially when they cry like I love it when they cry yeah, yeah yeah. so that is that moment that you know watching the groom cry when you know the bride's walking down the aisle that's what that's like gotcha yeah. that, I mean, just talking about it I'm getting like, I'm, getting rem- I'm like, remembering it's, Barry Jenkins
1: you, like losing his like it's been a yeah. while since yeah. I've had that moment. Like I really the Grizzlies I got, last year, I, that whole cast. I, I gotta go all the way oh back my to. God. I really gotta go all the way back to Twelve Years a Slave. But, but the last time I had that jump up, you know, holy crap! What did we just see? Moment and the whole like pretty much the entire cast. Shy of Brad Pitt coming out onto the stage mm-hmm. and seeing that reception from people at twelve o'clock on a Saturday afternoon.
0: Yeah, you know? and a lot of the people. Well, actually, that was when Lupita was just on her come up. Yeah, but people did
1: not know who she was. At least half
0: of the people in that movie had had that for other things before. Sure, but yeah. So when you see it, especially for a small one. Oh, yeah. That's where it's just. Yeah, it's 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 oh it's my god! Because they joy. start losing it and yeah. they start crying. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, for all of my curmudgeonly moaning listener, this is the point when, here's the thing, after the schedule's done and I'm locked in, my only stress is like not losing my tickets before the whole shooting match starts. Like it's, and once Chris, I get it's half Christmas week, Eve
1: and the gifts are wrapped. You yeah. bought them all, they're yeah. all wrapped. It's happening. That's the moment. You're just drinking yeah. and waiting for the clock yeah. to strike. Yeah, try not lights. to like,
0: you know, break any limbs with just my natural clumsiness <laughs> and, you know, get to festival and this is the the beginning of like the good stuff. Yes, indeed. So, I'm excited. I am, man. Yeah, so glad we got to do this. Me too.
1: It's been a while while since I've done, like, any kind of guest spot, so uh, thank you for shaking off a little bit of my rust. All
0: right. Well, you know, I always like to knock the dust off your ass, so (laughs) we will leave you there, and if you are going to try to cobble together a list of things, I will get uh, maybe Ryan's top five of his choices and my top ten and put that in the show notes. Also on my Twitter, O B E S A C A N T A V I T. I already shared a bunch, which was a good mix of like high, low, easy to get, hard to get stuff.
1: Yeah, mine, so uh, mine is pinned on my Twitter as well. Matt A underscore C A. You can find out where I'm going and when I'm going there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, if you happen to recognize my dulcet tones, by all means, come say hey.
0: Yeah. I'll put my actual full schedule up closer to the festival. Just, you know, I like to make the stalkers work. I like the idea. Yeah. All right.
1: We out. Peace.